The podcast you are about to listen to contains at least one of the following. Strong language, disturbing topics, abusive opinions, generally things that aren't appropriate for little kids or overly sensitive people. So if any of that stuff's going to get your nose out of joint, this is your chance to turn it off. Welcome to I Had to Say It, the podcast where I not only say the things I need to say, but the things I think you need to hear. And your feelings, they're not a factor. Hey everybody, welcome to another episode of I Had to Say It. Today we are going to be starting off as we do by saying Josh, Jake, B-Word, Iceman, Jason, Miss Aaron, Mike, Tabby, Javier, Fitz, McShane, El Jefe, Craig, El Devlin, El Morte. Thank you guys so much for your continued support. It means the world to me, and I really do uh, appreciate knowing you guys have my back. You support me. You like what I'm doing enough to break bread and give me that five bucks. If you would like to be included in this list, and you would like to be, hear me say your name on a regular basis, or at least the alias you choose to give me when you sign up, all you got to do is go to Patreon or buy me a coffee, click the link, sign up for the fucking support tiers. There are multiple tiers. If you cannot afford to make a continued five-buck donation... And you want to dig into that like $2 general support, like, hey, I like what you're doing. I want to throw you a couple bones. It is there as an option. So, yeah, that's enough of me shilling trying to get your hard-earned ducats. Because for the number of people that listen to this show, I know I'm doing it for the people that have, whose names I've already said and for myself more than anything else. And if you are a free feeds listener, I want you to know I still appreciate you. I appreciate you being here. And uh, I'm not trying to make you feel guilty for not breaking into the wallet but tis the season shit keeps breaking around the house and aaron is thirsty as i've said before and i'll say again i am a thirsty thirsty little whore all right so here's kind of the gist of it this week has been the thanksgiving week here in the states uh for my non-united states listeners of which i know there's a few maybe not a ton but i appreciate you guys nonetheless um and that kind of got me thinking as we're going into you know, there's a lot of shows that they're doing like, oh, what are we grateful for and what are we thankful for and yada, yada, yada. Um, That's not really the way my mind works. I try to be grateful and appreciative of the things I'm grateful for at the moment so they know I'm grateful for them, not in some performative once a year, yada, yada, bullshit. But ultimately, this is also bringing us into the holiday season. Uh, here in the United States and abroad, too. I mean, holidays are a little more global. I mean, not all of them. And there's definitely more of a melting pot. Well, I, I hesitate to even say a melting pot anymore when referring to the United States. We're far too divided. There's no melting pot implies there's some sort of coming together and uniformity, whereas currently the U.S. is more like a tossed salad. There's a whole bunch of different little bits all kind of mixed together, and some of the flavors get on each other, and you get some blending going on, but it ain't exactly a uniform result, so you can't really say everything's melting together. Uh, that was the idea. I thought that was a pretty good idea. I really would have liked to see it stay that way, but no, instead of appreciating each other's cultures and growing together and unifying, we're just every bit as divided as we've ever been. But I really, that's not the angle I was planning on taking for the speech, more of a tangent my brain just went off on. So, but yeah, as we're coming into the holiday season, we have Thanksgiving here in the States and then the infamous Black Friday, which at this point, it's really become kind of a meaningless thing. With the increase in online shopping and the sort of 
change in consumerism in the United States, Black Friday has become a much more meaningless thing. People aren't going out immediately after they're done with Thanksgiving dinner to go wait in a line and camp out outside of their favorite big box store to go try and get these amazing deals that really aren't that great of a deal. When you stop and think about most of the retailers have been kind of been caught where they gradually increase the prices in the weeks leading up to Black Friday so they can drastically mark them down. And ultimately, they're really not taking too much of a bath on their markups. I mean, yeah, you can find some deals and there are some companies out there that do like legitimate sales, but pretty much all that stuff can be found online. Like I happen to buy uh, some of my supplements that I've been using since I started going back to the gym or well, I've been going back to the gym for a while now, but I just recently started using supplements, which I haven't done in like over a decade. And the uh, online place I buy my stuff from had a big ass sale for, for Black Friday, but they did it for the entire month of November. Basically, they went live. They're giving you 30% off whatever you buy as long as you use the code. And if you meet certain amounts of and how much you spend, you get a whole bunch of free shit shoved into your order, which is great. It's nice to show that they appreciate their customers. So I, I ordered some stuff just to kind of stock up. And hopefully this stuff will help enhance my uh, fitness journey and help me get healthier, which is the ultimate end goal. Um, we'll see how it works. I don't know. I was like, if I'm going to try this, because being the inherently cheap bastard that I am, if I'm going to try out using a bunch of supplements and stuff, I'm going to do it when I can get them for a discount. So yeah, I, so I bought some stuff and we'll see how that impacts my workout routine going forward. Maybe I made a huge mistake. Maybe it'll be great. Who knows? We'll, we'll, we'll check back in. But in the, uh, consumerism that is the holiday season in America, the day after Black Friday has been traditionally in the last, I, I don't know, it's been 10 or 12 years, it's been Small Business Saturday. Now, if you've been listening to the show for any length of time, you know I completely endorse small businesses. I think they are the lifeblood and the backbone of what this country should be. Uh, the ridiculous amount of paperwork you have to go through to try and get a small business off the ground these days is utterly fucking sickening. It spits right in the face of the American dream. But again, I'm not going to bitch about that. I'm, I'm, gonna, I'm really trying to stay on task, people. The point is, so Small Business Saturday comes and goes, and then we have Cyber Monday coming up right around the corner. And Cyber Monday is when traditionally all the big online markets have their Black Friday, uh, where they. but it's Cyber Monday because you do your online shopping and you get huge deals. Now, the problem with that is, again, most of the online retailers have been doing their cyber deals or their Black Friday markdowns or their Cyber Monday sales. However you want to pitch it, it's all the same thing. These you know, re supposedly ridiculously good deals to get people to buy shit they normally wouldn't because it's marked down a dra drastic amount. And it no longer pertains to just that one day, whether it's a few days or over the course of the weekend or to the end of the month or it varies. So there's a lot. I mean, it's, it's all marketing and consumerism. And I get the drive behind it. People want to buy things to give gifts and they want to be able to buy nice gifts and having sales helps them. And I'm not, I'm not trying to shit on capitalism or free markets or any of that stuff. But nowadays there are also tons of you know, small business markets online, whether it be through Etsy or small private shops or the shop I constantly am telling you guys about, HorribleDesigns.com, you know, they're, they're supporters of the show. I want to support their business. They're having a Black Friday deal until the end of the month. You should definitely go cop some shit, give some 
questionable gifts to your loved ones or hit the mag K line. If you don't want to buy something that might be slightly offensive or slightly risque or slightly outlandish, check out the mad K line from, from horribledesigns.com. It's all very well done, well executed art from Ken Madden, the guy who runs mad K studios. It's, it's really cool stuff. I, I personally endorse his stuff. I've got, I've got one of his prints and it's a fantastic. Again, I, I've, I've said this before when I brought it up, I think it's such a cool print. You can go to my Instagram and see it. I still have to get a frame for it because I'm bad with making fiscally responsible decisions. So right now it's sitting in a box in, in my storage area, kept safe with a bunch of, uh, silica gel packets to keep anything from, you know, anything happening to it until I can get it properly framed. Because I am irresponsible and don't think of those things when I have the money. And then when I do think of them, I'm broke. So, but yeah, it's fantastic stuff. I, and he's got some calendars with different cars every month on it that he painted. And he's got a coloring book based off of all the drawings he did for the month of Inktober, which is a thing where artists do black and white sketch a day type deals. And they're all amazing. And that's uh, madkstudios.com. Studio, singular, I'm sorry, not S. Madkstudio.com. Uh, I'm going to put links in the show notes. You should really go over there and check it out. You can get coloring books. You can get art prints. You can get the calendars that he made. Now, the initial demand on the calendars was so great. His initial batch sold out like right away. He's got more coming. So he's, And you should be following him on like Facebook and you know the socials and stuff too. Uh, if you appreciate cool art, that's definitely something you should look at. And that's somebody else I think you should be supporting, uh, not just because you know friends of the show or stuff like that, but because... It's somebody doing independent work, doing creative work, doing good work that is out there doing the American dream, small business doing, and and particularly with Ken, he's doing something super creative and, and it takes a lot of talent and a lot of practice to do this. And he's honed his skills over, over his life to get to this point. And you're not going to be disappointed. The stuff's fantastic. And he's a, he's a cool dude. So. You put those things together, it's it's really worth checking out. And again, HorribleDesigns.com, I'm going to plug the hell out of them. And long as this show's on the air, great company, serious about their customer service, even if they're not serious about everything they put on their merch. I mean, you can't be serious and come up with some of the shit these people are putting on stuff, but it is fantastic. The quality is good. It's handmade in Minnesota. In Minnesota there. So, and, you know, good good dude. Good people, good good place. There are people that are worthy of your business. Small businesses are going to matter a lot more as things keep spooling. You know, mega corporations and all this other crap. Every dystopian movie that we have set in the future has mega corps running the world, and yeah, we we don't we don't need to encourage that. We don't need to get there any quicker than is necessary. You know, you want to spend thirty dollars on something at Amazon just because you're trying to give a, a gift? It's going to be generic and and just, you know, oh, wow, you got something off Amazon to give to your great uncle Stu or whatever the fuck you're doing. Instead, you could spend that th- same $30 with somebody where it's going to be much more impactful. You go to Amazon, you spend $30, it's it's nothing. It's a drop in the bucket. You go to a small business and spend $30, you're helping pay for a kid's uniform. You're helping pay for braces. You're helping pay for medical expenses. You're helping put groceries on the fucking table. It's more aligned with the ideals of what we should be doing in this country to be decent human beings. So yeah, those those two stores in particular. Now I'm going to tell you a few other small independent type businesses that I think you should be looking into uh, with the holiday season coming up. 
And the next one I want to talk about is a company called Tennessee Hot Sauce Company. Now, this is, again, a small guy decided to start doing small batch hot sauces, right? Now, it's very creative stuff. Very, I mean, some, they're all extremely flavorful based on everything that I know about them. But as a subscription-based hot sauce service, their sauces are amazing, and the varieties are great. They have special limited edition stuff that come in their subscription boxes. They have uh, honey habanero, mustard dill scorpion sauce, poblano jalapeno, garlic habanero, blood orange ghost pepper, ginger jalapeno are just some of the flavors they've had. They've got one called Hotter Than the Sun. Uh, let's see. I'm just I'm scrolling through their feed here. So, uh, SOS Scotch. Um, it's uh, Sons of Speeds. It's Scotch Bonnet uh, Habanero. Uh, they made that one for Biketoberfest. Uh, blueberry UFO hot sauce. Um, hmm. Yeah. I mean, just like I said, this is a guy who's making a bunch of sauces that look really interesting and taste fantastic based on everything I've had to refer about that. Sorry, I got distracted there for a second just looking at the stuff because, again, I don't take very good notes. But, yeah, so Tennessee Hot Sauce Company, another small business. It's artisanal hot sauce. I don't know a better word for it. It's handcrafted by somebody who genuinely cares about what they're doing. So uh, if you know anybody that likes hot stuff, you should definitely think about gifting them a subscription to Tennessee Hot Sauce Company's subscription-based hot sauce sales. Yeah. And again, the links for all of these things will be in the show notes. Uh, I really think you should check them out. Okay. And the next one I'm going to bring up is Colcom Craft Coffee, which is a small batch coffee roaster. They, uh, they do ship, they have online store. They, if you, if you're serious about your coffee, it is some of the best coffee you're going to get because it's not big industrial processed crap. It's small batch roasted coffee. Vacuum sealed, shipped out to you, you know, within the, within hours of it being roasted for the most part, as I understand it. I don't know. I'm not there for the process. I can't certify that. But as I understand it, uh, some of the best coffee you're going to have. And you don't have to worry about things like, you know, how many bugs get processed in their giant roasting vats and giant grinders because they're going to ship you your roast, fresh roasted coffee and you can grind it yourself. If you're serious about coffee, you already have a grinder. You don't need me to tell you that. So, uh, yeah, that's another another small business, um, a small independent couple. They started roasting coffee, kind of started out casually, and then got more serious about it. Now they're trying to get their business rocking and rolling. And uh, yeah, they could use a little support in the upcoming holiday season as well. And the next one I'm going to touch on is a clothing line. Actually, it's uh, Akel Clothing. It's run by a guy named Adam Calhoun, who happens to be a rapper. I mentioned a few episodes back. Uh, does a lot of stuff with Tom McDonald. He's got his own clothing line. And the thing about his clothing line is, it's all made in America. It's American-made products, which is a very big thing with him. You know, national pride and yada yada yada. But he's a believer if you're going to be walking around with something that has a flag printed on it, it should be made in America. And I happen to uh, endorse that. And he doesn't have, I mean, he's probably got more behind him than some of the, (laughs) well, than all of the other people I've mentioned thus far uh, in terms of brand awareness and, you know, people knowing the name and stuff like that. But I do get behind the principle behind it, and it's not a huge thing. And all of his stuff is made locally. It's actually... Uh, where his stuff is shipped out of and where he happens to live is like 40 minutes from my house. So 
it's not a a you know yes a bigger name but not a something I would consider a large business at this point. So again, small business. If you know somebody, if you're an American at least, and you know somebody who's very patriotic, very you know pro USA, very very uh, proud of where they come from, this is could be a good place to get them some gifts from. And it's not and you know very blue collar you know, working stiff kind of stuff. I mean, it's heavy duty, high quality materials, good stuff. The designs on it, you got everything from political shit to just, you know, Hey, I'm a blue collar working guy and I need hard working clothes. So that's something else you can check out. ACAL clothing. So that kind of is where I'm going to put it for the moment for the small business, uh, aspect of things. Now I'm not done by any stretch of the imaginations because again, this is the time of year where those of us that are in a position to help each other out, we can and still get something for our expenditures because let's be honest, the vast majority of us right now are not doing so well that we can afford to just blithely throw money at other people just to be nice. Or maybe you can, but if you can, I'm really surprised you're listening to me because I've probably said something that offends your sensibilities at some point, but I digress. Now, the next thing I want to talk about is something that is with the holidays coming up, maybe a little less traditional in terms of things you may think of in terms of giving a gift, but on the other hand, also kind of ties back into the whole supporting small people trying to do things independently. And it is definitely a more recent development in terms of how our society works in general. And a actual form of respectable commerce as opposed to something that at once upon a time seemed to be a hustle. And it is definitely a hustle to a certain extent. It's kind of grinding. And this is something near and dear to my own fucking heart, and that is your digital content creators. Now, five years ago, digital content creators were a thing, but not nearly as mainstream or common as they are now, particularly thanks to the pandemic and so many people trying to find a way to do something when they weren't allowed to leave their homes, when they weren't allowed to be in contact with other people, when they weren't allowed to get out there and socialize and network and develop interpersonal relationships. And we developed this whole new market because of it, where once upon a time, people doing things digitally just struck us as odd or weird or niche. And now it's a much more common thing. And if you're listening to me, I'm going to assume you probably either are a small podcaster or you listen to other independent podcasts because I don't assume, I, I mean, obviously I don't have the mainstream draw of your Rogans or your fucking, um, you know, Bill Mars or Tucker Carlson's or anyone with any kind of real pull behind it. I have you, my loyal listeners, and occasionally you might tell a friend about the show and that's great when you do. I mean, I love seeing the little bit of organic growth that I do get. Um, been sliding off a little bit recently, which you know, hey, whatever, it happens. I'm not losing any sleep over it. I, but through the interactions I've developed with other people online, other creators, other personalities online, something else that occurs to me is a lot of these other people are trying to make a go of it. They're trying to make a run out of their show, whether it be through Patreon subscriptions, support. Pretty much every small independent podcast you listen to has some form of a form of a merch store out there. And granted, most of these print-on-demand merch store situations, they're not really small businesses. Print-on-demand businesses are big business in a lot of ways. There are smaller independent artists using them to source their product, and 
it becomes a little bit more of a nebulous area there. But like if you go to my website and you click on the merch links, yes, there are options there for merch stores where you can get like the show logo and a couple things I thought were funny slapped onto a mug or a coffee cup or a, a mug or a coffee a mug. A coffee mug is a coffee cup. Fucking Aaron. Okay. But like a mug or a pint glass or a t-shirt or a hoodie or whatever, you know, whatever makes you happy. Stickers, all that good shit. But if you want stickers, just reach out to me. I'll send you stickers. Beyond that, a lot of these other creators also have websites and podcasts and overhead that go along with these things. And there are people out there that they're in trying to make a career out of being a digital creator, out of creating something that brings entertainment value. And they subsidize that with their merch sales, whether it be through an online store or a uh, people out there doing cameo videos and, and readings and things like that. So maybe if you've got somebody who's one of you, you know, is a fan of a certain creator it takes like literally five minutes to log into Cameo and see if they have a profile on there. If they're a serious digital content creator, there's a really good chance they do. Now, I really hesitated to bring this up because there are a whole lot of fucking people out there I don't want to encourage to get any more money than they're already getting. I mean, a few episodes back, I talked about Amaranth and her snatch beer. I don't think I need to drive her any fucking traffic. But, you know, if that's somebody that your nephew happens to follow and you want to spend 50 bucks to get him a personalized, hey, Merry Christmas video from him, from her to him, uh, you know, great. You'd be the cool uncle or the cool aunt or whatever. And there are definitely some digital creators out there that have, you know, their own merch shops, their own stores, their own resources. Every podcast, it's ironic that some of the podcasts I really wanted to endorse for this thing don't necessarily need my endorsement well i'm getting ahead of myself there's something else i'm going to close out with here today but there are some digital creators like people i interact with directly um or indirectly in some cases people where i support them through patreon or i support them through buying merch from their websites and it's things you can do, and there are definitely shows out there and creators out there that I really think deserve a little more attention, a little more traffic. And some of them get huge numbers on their own. I mean, I, I don't, I, and this is not, I feel like such a fucking like wannabe hipster douchebag when I say things like this, but I don't follow a lot of larger content creators too too much. I think probably like one of the biggest content creators I interact with on anything on like a regular basis would probably be Robert Frank. And uh, for those of you who are unfamiliar with the name, it's the guy who I'm sure you've probably seen one of his videos. If you sh- if you follow me on any social media platform, you've seen me sharing some of his crap at some point, mostly because I think it's fucking hilarious. And it's the guy doing the gym rage videos and the raging in the car yelling about people in the gym videos and uh, just generally. It, it's it, it's hilarious to me. I find it funny. Um, a lot of it is done in satire or in jest. It's they're fucking jokes, and I, I I don't understand when people get bent out of shape about fucking jokes. But but uh, Robert Frank has a merch store. He's got you know t-shirts and and hats and bandanas and um. He actually works with the uh, the supplement company I was talking about earlier in the episode that I've been buying supplements from. Uh, ironically enough, yeah, through that, uh, that was kind of how I found out about the sale and was like, okay, yeah, I can I can do this. And honestly, I do kind of take a little motivation from him about with me trying to. I've been going to the gym 
for over a year now uh, with with my buddy I've been working out with and I've been trying to get healthier and all that good stuff. And uh, it, it, it makes me laugh to know there's some of the stuff that really pisses me off about going to the gym. Pisses other people off enough too. Enough where this guy decided to go out and make videos about it and I can laugh and appreciate the humor. So if you if you get a chance, you want to go check that out, it's uh, robertfrank615.com. He's got some pretty funny t-shirts on there, and you can book a cameo on there. And uh, you can link to the podcast. Yes, Robert Frank has a podcast. It's a weekly thing. Uh, it's it's some good quality fun entertainment. Uh lets you get to know, you know, kind of the people behind the videos and find out a little bit more about them. They're just real people, you know, real situations, actual personalities, things that you might not expect or might not pick up in that little 60 or 90 second TikTok or Instagram reel or whatever. And, um, yeah, so there, that's, I guess I just in, in, inadvertently endorse that one. Um, you can check out again, like I said, you can check out the, I had to say it shop. I'm going to be throwing up some new designs there in a couple of days, uh, for the upcoming holiday season. Not that I've literally sold like three pieces of merch and I bought one of them myself. So it's not like I'm really expecting a lot of traffic through this, but I did have a few new ideas. Honestly, if you want to get something in support of me, I would prefer that you go to horribledesigns.com and get something from them instead. Uh, just because it, that, then that you are supporting a small business that way you're supporting a locally made, well, local if you're in Minnesota, but <laughs> I'm using the, 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 the Royal local, um, locally made, handmade quality product, as opposed to I get $3 if you buy a $25 shirt from a company that will source everything to someplace probably in Central America. So yeah, in the, in the, under those circumstance, yeah, if you want to, you want to help me out, Patreon, buy me a coffee. If you want to just do a gift, go to buy me a coffee. You can do one-time gifts. Uh, but I, if you want to make me happy, go buy some shit from HorribleDesigns.com or from Ken Madden. They're great people. I, I, I can't say enough nice things, I guess. But there are other digital creators I want to kind of plug and endorse. And I've shouted these people out on the podcast multiple times. I have endorsed the shows that I think you should be listening to. And with the holiday season coming up, why not buy somebody a Patreon subscription? Why not buy somebody some merch to a show that you think they might actually benefit by listening to it? So, Gray's Taproom Podcast, Whiskey Hell, 8750, uh, the Bromigos Podcast, uh, Motor Cop Chronicles, Pub Time Podcast, uh, Nerd Talk Plus, The Ever Trending Story, The Beard Owl Podcast, and honestly, I'm probably missing some. I'm trying to do this all off the cuff. I'm not even sure all of those sites have merch shops, but there are shows I listen to. I support them. You should support them as well. And that's kind of going to bring me to the last thing I'm going to talk about in this episode. Uh, it's a little bit of a bummer, but uh, I wanted to take a minute to acknowledge Jake and B-Word of the Bleach Bros podcast have produced their final episode. They're calling it a wrap. They're stepping away from the show. They're still going to be best friends. They're just not going to be recording their conversations anymore. Personally, uh, I love Jake and B-Word both. They're great guys. They're wonderful people. I am thankful for having had the chance to have met them. A little bummed out I won't have them to listen to on Sundays while I'm fucking around to the house. But on the other hand, I'm glad everything's still good between them. And they just, 
are stepping back from the show, trying to you know go out when it's time to go out. They just after so much conversation, they decided they were going to hang it up. And you know, you've always got an open open invite to come talk to me if you <laughs> ever want to dust the mic off for a few minutes. Now, B Word will be continuing unfiltered discussions for for now at least. He's I've I've spoken to him since since they made the announcement that the show was uh, going to be wrapping up and. He told me that he's still going to be doing unfiltered discussions and the Hateful Gnomes Music Hut will still be a thing, probably. So that's great and all. But again, you know, I I really appreciate you guys and uh, you'll be missed. I, I uh, don't know how else to put it. For the guy who's always got something to say, I, uh, I'm at a loss for words. So thanks for all the dirty talk, guys. And for now, that's what I had to say. Thanks for listening to another episode, guys. If you liked what you heard, leave a comment, leave a review, leave a rating. Go to IHadToSayItPodcast.com, sign up for the mailing list, interact with the show. Click the links, sign up for the Patreon, join the Discord, come and interact, be a part of the show, buy the merch, support your favorite creator, or support me. Anyway, thanks for listening, guys. Till next time.